Welcome to the Hero Association website. Here you can find data on all your favorite heroes. Follow us as we fight evil and save the day. Justice for all. Beware evildoers. Tsunami Man, the number five C-ranked hero. Well, drown, you'll drown in my justice. See, I, I gotta step in here, Tsunami Man. I think you should vote for me instead. Itadaki Mas Man. He's a Taki Mas Man. That's my, right. My number one competitor coming in at number four. <laughs> just, just gotta keep, uh, keep Itadaki Masing my way up the ranks. <laughs> That's it. Time for my special move. More of a oh, <laughs> that made more of a mess than I thought. <laughs> Careful there, Tsunami Man. You don't want to choke on your power. <laughs> tsunami Man needs a towel! <laughs> Better call him Towel Man. Ranked number 10. <laughs> Not Towel Man. He has an attitude. Well, I mean, you know, he knows people need him. And, you know, he gets a little cocky sometimes. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, so, this is not the Hero Association website, believe it or not. <laughs> For one, it's not a website. It's a podcast. <laughs> You'll find us on a website. That's true. Ooh, I'm, my my shorts are wet. I should have practiced that before. <laughs> I spell everywhere. Take that out of context. <laughs> I'm moody. I'm <laughs> uh, welcome to another week of your weekly ramen. Um, we're back, and no, the second second week. After our after our break, so we're no longer rusty. Although I think last week Hopefully. went pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree. I think uh, it's kind of like riding a bicycle. You never truly forget how you just get a little out of out of practice. <laughs> Tsunami man does not use bicycles. He travels by boat. Oh well, I see. I was going to think surfboard, but you know, <laughs> tsunami man does not know how to surf. Boogie board? He body boards. And boogie Whoa. boards. <laughs> you, could ride, uh, you could ride a, a sea monster. Yeah, the Kraken. Mm. What is the Kraken? I saw a video the other day. Uh, top or eight largest sea monsters of legend or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's some cool ones out there. Like the Leviathan. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Giant sea snake. Was the Kraken number one, I hope? Uh, well, no, but it was on there. Mm, um, what was number one? I can't remember. But Loch like, Ness Monster? Oh, you know what? It's funny you say that. It was one based off the Loch Ness Monster. And oh. I forget what it was called, but it's like a Scottish um, origin, you know, from Scottish mythology. Uh, kind of based off of the dinosaur that the Loch Ness Monster is based off of. It's a big enough to eat several whales at once. Damn. Yeah, can you imagine? That must be huge. It's like the, the, so I wonder, did you ever see Jurassic World? Yeah. I wonder if it's like that thing. Ooh, yeah, that thing was, I think, like, ate a T-Rex in one bite. Spoilers, yeah. not spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Not as big as Chris Pratt's ego, though. 
Oh, Whoa. no, just kidding. <laughs> I, I love like that him. guy. Yeah, he's super. He's probably the best part about that movie, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I like that... him more in that movie than I did in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> Those raptors were pretty cool in that movie, too, though. Yeah, I did like that. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yep. So, movies are cool, but they're not what we talk about on this podcast. Well, sometimes, if they're anime movies. Yeah, that's true. I don't, have we ever... I don't think we've done anything with anime movies, have we? We've never done a review of an anime movie. Maybe we should do that sometime. Yeah, maybe. We'll put it on the burner. See, we keep getting ideas during goes. the podcast. Hey, it's it sounds cool. fun, though, because then people will know what's coming. That's true. We're parting the Komodo, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, right. Do you like what you see, audience? <laughs> Good thing we wore our fancy boxers. Ooh, mine has a heart on it. <laughs> mine has a picture of Satoma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to see this. Satoma, actually. Is. Anyway, um, before we get into that, we start off with a, a used to be flavor of the week. We might keep the name, we might change it, because it's no longer ramen flavors, but it's... It could uh, still be ramen flavors, though. Yeah, it's expanded to traditional Japanese food items. This week, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about something that pertains to the anime of the week this week. Udon noodles. Mmm, nice. Yeah. It's a Japanese noodle put into a soup. Udon is a type of type of thick wheat flour noodle of Japanese cuisine. It's often served hot as noodle soup in its simplest form, kake udon. It's a uh, served in a mildly flavored broth called kake jiru. K-A-K-E-J-I-R-U. Kake jiru. Which is made of dashiki, soy sauce, and mirin. Mirin. Which I'm clicking on the link right now to see what that is because I have no idea. Barrel? The Pokemon? Uh, yep. If do you do you think people in the Pokemon world like eat Pokemon as like I mean, a meat staple? They have to. Yeah, right? I, I mean, wonder the Pokemon's a cow for goodness sake. What about Tauros? People in Colorado eat bison. Yeah. Well, what yeah, that? it's pretty darn close. Uh, and then there's a. Uh, I'm sure there's pig Pokemon out there. In fact, I know there, there is. is. I've seen it. Yeah. Pig. yeah, yeah, it's pig it's in the starter. name. Starter um, Pokemon too. Heck, there's even ice cream Pokemon. Yeah, I know, right? But anyway, Marin is an <laughs> essential condiment in Japanese cuisine. It's a type of rice wine similar to sake, but with a lo- lower alcohol content. And higher sugar content. So, do you find it ironic at all that the food that you chose is pretty similar to ramen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little, especially now that you mention it. Yeah, udon. Hey, uh, this came up today, and I was wondering if you knew anything about it. Apparently, overcooking noodles is like bad for you. Really? Yeah. I never liked overcooked noodles anyway, because I think it tastes disgusting, but. Know, would be actually bad for you. Well, I don't know how valid that is, but I was cooking mac and cheese, and on the box it says "Do not overcook." And also, I was reading the Batum. Batum, that's a weird to say out loud. 
Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? The tomb manga? Um, the, I've, the I've heard of it. But... T-O-O-M? Yeah, I've heard of it. I was reading that, and there's a, a panel in there where the main character's like, I made these noodles, and I overcooked them, so they'll be more filling, but it's bad for your digestion. I could, I could see it. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of an al dente person myself. Yeah, you like going to the dentist? Mm, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> nice teeth cleaning. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. What does so, al dente mean? Al dente. It is a <clears throat> Italian term um, for cooking noodles um, and pasta, uh, where you actually undercook it just a little bit. So it makes the noodles a little more firm. Oh. A little bit more roughage, huh? Yeah. But not too firm, but more than normal. Giggity. Why is that giggity? More firm normal. Oh, okay. I see. Giggity. Okay. You proud of yourself? Yes. Yes, indeed. I am. (laughs) All right. This is Uh, how I get through the day, man. Yeah? Well, I feel sorry for you a little bit. (laughs) So, let's say it's a Takimas, and then move on to our... Itadakimas, it does not say Itadakimas. Is it? Oh, okay. Um, That's a little bit ironic. Uh, It is. That's that's the whole point. It is. is He's very rude, then. Assuming he lives in Japan, and he... It's it makes food. it very difficult to introduce him to. They're like, who are you? Like, oh, uh, I'm just, uh, why? Well, I, I don't like my name. Just, just call me, you know, something. Uh, can they, Can he write it down, perhaps? Or yeah, it? yeah. Well, like, Pictionary. It's gotta be done through, like, Pictionary. Or, like, um, charades. I wonder what Japanese sign language is like. Eh, probably pretty similar to American. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it would make, make sense. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, shall we get on with the show? Yeah. Let's get on with the It's a Takimas show. No, this is the 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 tsunami show. Is a Takimas <laughs> man taking all the credit? I did like uh, tsunami. Tsunami. Uh, not, yeah, not quite tsunami, but I like tsunami. Man, I can't remember the last time I watched tsunami. Yeah, it's on late now. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So the anime of the week this week is uh pretty popular. I'd be a little bit surprised if you've not heard it before, but it's called One Punch Man. And in case you couldn't tell by our intro, it's a superhero anime. Superhero, it's. Technically labeled as a action comedy. Yes, yes. I'll give you guys a little synopsis. So, if you haven't seen it before, you know what it's about. In this new action comedy, everything about a young man named Satama screams average. From his lifeless expression, to his bald head, to his unimpressive physique. However, this average-looking fellow doesn't have your average problem. He's actually a superhero that's looking for tough opponents. The problem is, every time he finds a promising candidate, he beats the snot out of them in one punch. Can Satama finally find an evil villain strong enough to challenge him? Follow Satama through his hilarious romps 
as he searches for new bad guys to challenge. See, I would like to make an edit to this. Yeah? It says, the problem is, every time he finds a promising candidate, he beats the snot out of them in one punch. Yes. I think it should say, the problem is, every time he finds the promising candidate, he kills them in one yeah, punch. Yeah, he absolutely utterly destroys them. Obliterates them. <laughs> like, in just, just pieces of meat left is all yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. Think cloudy of a chance, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, except with like words. <laughs> yeah, yuck. But yeah, and it it says it's action comedy. I'd say that's pretty fair. Oh. Um, you follow Satama. Uh, he is the main character, but a lot of the story revolves around other characters, which we'll probably touch on later. The story takes place, of course, in in. Uh, alternate futuristic Japan where all the cities are labeled after letters like A city and then Z city. Isn't it kind of ironic that they're named after Roman letters? Yeah, it is a little the bit. Roman alphabet letters. <laughs> it is pretty funny. And the city is filled with heroes, but along with heroes, of course, comes villains and, in this case, monsters mm-hmm. who terrorize the cities on a, on a daily basis and you follow Satama as he, you know, goes against these guys, and uh, he, along the way, he, he meets friends, and he picks up a disciple, a self-proclaimed disciple. <laughs> so, a lot of cool characters. Um, as far as plot goes, yeah, it's pretty much just what you'd expect, heroes versus monsters slash villains. Mm. I would like to, I would like to, to say, though, it is definitely an uh, an action comedy. If you're thinking of Shonen, where there's like this big arc of him, you know, finding out he's super weak and he has to train up and become a better person to fight this this villain that's super strong and then beat them, you you won't find that in this anime. It is literally he kills everybody with one punch. <laughs> yeah. So, and I can see people hearing that and be like, okay, this is gonna be a super boring anime. There is tribulation in this anime there are actual challenges that characters face the key is these challenges revolve around the side characters right the characters who aren't satoma and aren't abnormally strong even for a superhero so you well, get... i mean he has he has weaknesses too though because he's not i mean well he's super strong he is not the brightest yeah, he's, he's intellectually he's pretty average. Yeah, I mean he's uh, not stupid, but he's definitely not super smart either. He's a little bit clueless. Yeah, the fighting, like so, the the side characters he picks up, they a lot of the fight scenes like kind of start with them, right? And mm-hmm. you get a good fight between you know somewhat equal equal opponents, and so you get that good kind of Dragon Ball Z esque. Fighting action, and then you know, usually Satoma. I keep calling him Satoma, but it's Satama. Yep, yep, Satama. Um, uh, Satama comes in, and, and uh, then it, 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 I give it like three minutes after he enters the, you know, <laughs> the mean, arena. Most of, that, most of that three minutes is just him goofing off. Like, yeah, you know, he's like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really take away, like, some people might think that takes away, but it really doesn't. It, it's still a, a really good um, anime, and like you said, the action comes a lot from the other characters, 
But even even when he when Saitama comes in and gets serious, there's still a good like you know minute to three minutes of awesome action of him getting fucking serious. Yeah, because something happens and like he, he they change his expression or whatever, so you see it's like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, he goes uh, from like this is like curved ovular faced guy with like big round eyes to like a um who looks really silly and stupid to uh like kind of it reminds me of ikaku from bleach um probably because of the bald head yeah and the squinty eyes but he goes squinty eyes you know really Whoa. um angular squinty eyes yeah and, like uh his facial features are more um pronounced and you, you know you get to see his eye uh, eyebrows get you know, in a serious position, and he's got a more um, angular chin, and it's just like, damn, he's just became a badass. Yeah, even though you know it's going to be over soon, you're, it, it still gets your blood pumping. It's like, oh, here he comes! Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the things he fights for are pretty cool, too, right? He's he's down-to-earth, average guy, but he's... He, unless some of the heroes are, you know, fighting for fame or fighting for money, but he's a hero who... You know, he he says it in the anime that he fights because it's his hobby. Being a hero is his hobby. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Uh, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. So and it's simple. He doesn't do it for fame. He doesn't do it for recognition or anything. Money. He just likes to do it, to do it. You know. And that's He's, a strong motif in this too. This yeah. anime. It's like uh, what you know these. They they have these proclaimed heroes. Like by the end of the anime, you can tell who's the hero by title and who's the actual hero. Mm-hmm. And then the heroes are uh, ranked um, based on strength and intellect, and it goes from like C to S class. And that's also goes along with the motif too, because once again, it falls under the title, and you can see who's really, you know, who's really hero in action and who's in just a name, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh, and, um, so you know what this anime reminds me a lot of? Yeah. Kick-Ass. What is it? What? Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass? Yeah. I'm not sure I follow. The movie. Movie? Is it an anime movie? No. No, you've never seen Kick-Ass? I don't think so. What's it's, it about? It's, it's where some dude just decides out of nowhere that He's tired of the way things are, so he becomes a superhero, or well, not really oh, wait, a superhero, yeah, but a hero. That. It's kind of like a, a a funny. Um, it's with the skinny dorky guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his name is Kickass. The super name is Kickass. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this reminds that. me a lot of that because, like, in that there are a ton of different like heroes, all ranging from. You know, kind of amateur, just kind of do it for fun and uh, want to get famous, but really aren't that awesome. To like these badasses who are are total, you know, actual heroes, but they don't, you know, want, you know, do it for that. They just do it to help people and shit. So it, it it reminds me a lot of that, just because of how many like the variety of heroes. I mean, there's there's hundreds of heroes in this anime. You don't, of course, see hundreds, but you know there are because. Rank C starts at like rank three hundred, 
something, and it goes all the way up to rank S, which has, you know... 32, I think it is. Yeah. Or yeah, 35, so, something so like that. So there's hundreds of people, and, and, and in, they say, you know, whenever they do, like, this entrance exam for heroes, they're like, yeah, there's, like, 1,200 people applying to be heroes. So there's a ton of different heroes. Of course, we really only focus on, you know, two or three. But, um, yeah, well, later it opens up a little bit. But, yeah, um, and then, so, you can see where the action comes from, and then a lot of the comedy comes from, uh, Satama, just his personality, mm-hmm. and, I, well, I don't know where else the comedy comes from, I think it's kind of mostly from him. Yeah, yeah, occasionally, yeah, mostly from him, sometimes the situation, but mostly from him. Oh, that's true, too. There are some goofy, like, monster-slash-villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's, like, a giant lobster, which he got from, what, eating too much lobster or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he's a crab. He's a giant crab. He transformed into it from eating too much crab. That was in the first episode, too. That was his first villain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is quite funny. And, and some people might make the, um... Some people, if they're like me, might make the um, connection between Saitama and uh, like a, a superhero, a Superman-esque hero. That's what I was a little worried about when I when I first started this. I'm like, oh, Tyler's gonna think he's way Superman overpowered, and it's gonna be a turnoff for him. I, you know, I don't know if it's been said on this podcast before, but I will say it right now. I and hate Superman. Yeah, you've made that clear before I on the not. podcast. Yeah, I don't like him. He's like a super overpowered superhero that it's just not enjoyable to watch because he's like, oh, is he going to win? Uh, yeah, I know he's going to win. And, you know, they try and make him have flaws by, oh, his flaws are his human flaws. Well, you know, he's just struggling to be a human. It's pretty uninteresting to watch. But this, on the other much more interesting. Partially because it's comedy, and partially because they actually address the issue. They don't, it's not, a, you know, uh, what do they call it? The, the white, uh, the elephant in the room? Yeah. It, it's not like that. They address it from the very first episode. He's just like, I'm bored because I'm too damn powerful. Yeah, and he's searching for a tougher opponent. But, like we mentioned earlier, another way they get around that is they do inject tension into it because his friends are are not super powerful, you know? And there's a very real chance that they can die in these fights. And it's not unheard of to have one of the, you know, main uh, side characters killed off in an anime. So it's a, it's a real threat, which keeps you excited in, in the fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's elements, yeah, there's definitely elements in there that keep it interesting, even though it's like one of those, like, you know, oh, you know he's always going to win um, kind of thing. But um, I I myself have only watched eight episodes out of the 12 episodes there are. Oh, man. So the last couple of episodes, I would almost classify them as an arc. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard. You should definitely watch i think it's like 10 11 and 12 is when it gets like 
edge of your seat, super kick ass. Yeah, I uh, I actually hung out with a friend the other day, and I was talking to him. Um, I hadn't seen him in quite a while, probably a few months, and we were just on a long car trip to another friend's house, and we started talking and. He's like, uh, do you still watch? Go, oh, yeah, right now I'm watching One Punch Man. He's like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> he just totally freaked out. Because he loves this anime. So we got to talking about this anime. And um, he told me, yeah, he's like, he's like, when you get to episode um, 11, you have to let me know. Because it just shit just hits the fan. Yeah, you better freaking let me know, too. Because, yeah, yeah, it does. It gets, it gets awesome. He's like, you gotta watch episodes 11 and 12 together though oh yeah I, i'd argue you gotta watch 10 11 and 12 back to back yeah which is no problem for me yeah i'll totally do that yeah I, and even if you know you didn't want to like it's a pretty safe bet you're gonna be hooked anyway <laughs> and not, right. not be able to because it it gets really good and intense and it gets cool um, yeah so anything else we want to put in with synopsis uh no i mean there's not a lot to this, I'd say. Um, you know, yeah. just it, it is a fairly um, simple formula. Yeah, but it is uh, a lot of fun to watch. So um, I think we can move on to what's the next one. Let's go characters next, if you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and about the simple formula, sometimes it's good to have. Like a good anime where you don't have to sit there and try to figure out the plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I could have seen how they could have done like a an overarching like where all these monsters and villains were coming from, some evil organization, but right, they right. didn't, and I think they're better off for it. Yep. Uh, I will. I, I need to take care of something real quick, but go ahead and start on uh, characters. I'll be right back. All right, I'm going to tell him about Satama. All right, go for it. All right, so Satama is a, well, he's a, a bald human human being. They actually kind of go into detail well why he's bald in the anime. And I'll, if, I'll leave that up to you guys to watch and, and figure out. He's, according to my anime list, 25 years old, 5'8", 154 pounds. Wow, this is really, really detailed. Lives in... Sea City, and he has superhuman strength, speed, and agility. He's, as we mentioned, the protagonist and arguably the most powerful hero alive. He's bald. He's bald. It says here he is usually drawn, uh, deliberately drawn in a simpler style than other characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, like when he's not in his badass mode, his face is just very circular. And there's like two or three lines on his. He's got like two lines for his eyebrows, a line for his nose, and then a line for his mouth. Yeah, plus and his eyes. That's th- this is really more for animation, but we'll go ahead and mention it here because he's usually drawn uh, simpler, and you get used to that. It becomes really pronounced when he's like in kick-ass mm-hmm. fighting mode. Oh yeah, like. The, the first episode, you see him before he really becomes a superhero, and, like, he doesn't even look close to the same character. Like, yeah. 
before he becomes a superhero, he looks like a normal anime character, you know, <laughs> spiky hair. Someone you uh, see in the background. Yeah, yeah, well, spiky hair, you know, the the normal eyes. He's got actual um, irises, not just pupils. And then after after he becomes a hero, they start drawing him so plain, like he doesn't even have irises. He's just got little dots for pupils for his eyes. Is it? Um, and then sometimes when he goes into badass mode, they draw in irises um, because they make it look like burning passion, kind of. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so for a superhero, Satama is rather laid back. And that's because, you know, he's so freaking strong. Mm-hmm. And also as a result of that, he doesn't really take his hero work very seriously. But he is constantly searching for opponents that can challenge him because he's starting to get bored, you know, fighting. Can't blame the guy. No, you can't. So a couple episodes in, he crosses path with a a cyborg named Genos. Genos. Genos? Genos? I think it's Genos. Genos. Genos is, as you know, you can guess by his name, he's a cyborg. Mostly robot. I'm. I think only his head is still human. Yeah, um, but he he has he does eat, so I feel like there's probably some. That's true. Some more stuff there, but who knows? He's uh 19, and it goes into his backstory, so I won't spoil that too much. But he becomes uh Satama's disciple after he sees how strong he is. He wants to um to become stronger. He'll find out why if you watch the anime. Uh, he has some really cool weapons and mm-hmm. cool moves. So they definitely take full advantage of that cyborg aspect and the technology that goes along with it. He's, he's pretty fun to watch. He's a you cool. Know, he has a cool attitude too. He's like yeah. very, very. Uh, well, and, and that kind of goes into what I was gonna say because. Um, my my friend Stu had actually uh, a really good point about this. He said, normally, Genos is the guy that would be the main character. He's got all the main character aspects. He's a total badass. He's got the spiky hair. He's got, like, the, the cool attitude. And, um, you know, all the things, you know, uh, that you would expect from a main character. Like, he can get stronger. He can be upgraded. He can have... You know, all these different normal things for a main character. Um, you know, he's got his downfalls, he's got his flaws, but he's not the main character. He is the side character. Yep. There are so many, so many heroes in this that some of them only, you only see for like two minutes in the whole series, so we won't go into them all. Mm-hmm. But another guy I want to touch upon is Sonic. Yeah. Uh, yep. Speed of sound. So, we've been talking about heroes. He's gotta go fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, we've been talking about heroes. Sonic is kind of on the other side of the spectrum. He is, for all intents and purposes, a villain. I mean, I don't think he, he would be a villain in his own right, because I don't think he, like, just goes around blowing stuff up. But he's he's, de- he's an assassin for hire, kind of, yeah. kind of a thing. And he definitely does not give a shit about people like he's okay with blowing them up but he doesn't like seem to want to rule the world or anything like that he just does his own thing yeah he he beheads several people <laughs> yeah i just um he's like called, I said, he's definitely not the good guy 
but I wouldn't like yeah. classify him as a villain. He's called Sonic, and this is blatantly obvious because he's super, super, super fast, mm-hmm. and he's also a ninja. So those two make a pretty cool combination. They're right, they do. Uh, he's got a cool appearance, you know, uh, cool character design. You can tell by the way he's built that he was built for speed because he's like skinny and mm-hmm. he. Let's see, let's see. But I would say he's easily an S class hero. Yeah, and he he definitely holds his own with other S class heroes, which even though he's and, not a hero and S class monsters, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, even though he's not a hero. He uh, he loves fighting strong opponents, and this is shown. He has this trait, right? Like when things get really serious with him, he'll he'll do this cool, like creepy, childlike yeah. smile thing. And then that's one of those moments too, where it's like when you see that, you're like, "Oh shit, uh-huh. this is gonna be cool." Yeah, um, yeah. But he he's a pretty cool character. It 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 gives variety to it you know you can see see it from a little bit of a of a non-hero perspective the only other one and we can talk about others if you want but the only other one i wanted to touch on um and a lot can be said about him is uh the writer for justice oh okay so we're talking um murin or something i'm trying writer is like um, I just had him. Moment Rider. M-U-M-E-N. Yeah, Moment Rider. Well, according to this, he's the same age as Satoma. Mm-hmm. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he is the ranking number one C-class hero. Yep, he sure is. And I don't... Which I don't understand, but okay. Well, because... Uh, but then again, I, I, I haven't seen it all, so maybe it becomes more clear. Well, the... They're, popularity with like people oh, yeah. also that factors also, in with ranking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I don't know I want to talk about him, but I don't know where to draw the line into spoiler <laughs> territory. I w- I would argue he's kinda well, he's he's a hero. I would say he's the most genuine hero. He is. He he's the real embodiment of what a real like how an how an how a person, right? Without mm-hmm superpowers or you know high-tech weaponry can really still be a hero and that's what his character is kind of saying in this anime right um like he's the kind of guy that even if he knows he might die he still has to do something just because it's the right thing to do kind of yeah. a person yep and this is a cool kind of reality that this show takes place in because in this reality, a person can, you know, make a living just being a good person, you know? Such a wish that was the way life worked. Yeah, you can kind of argue that's like what cops and firefighters do, but anyway. Um, some people could argue they're also not good people. Some people will argue very passionately that they're, yeah. But <laughs> anyway, that's not here nor there. Um, True that. He really shines those last couple episodes, 10, 11, 12. He really shines in those, too. So that's something to look forward to as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I just finished episode 8 before we started recording, and he seemed like he was going to start 
playing a bigger role. Yeah, he doesn't. He definitely doesn't become one of the solid main characters, but you do see him a little bit more. Which is good. And there's, I, 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 I won't go into a detail about it, um, because it definitely be spoilers. But there's one really touching moment with him. Yeah. Um, well, you can argue there's several. But yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of one he, in particular. Like I said, he's he's very genuine. He's a good guy. So even though he's not like some badass superhero like um, Saitama or Genos, he's he's definitely a hero at heart. He kind of almost reminds me of Saitama, just being able to kill everything in one punch. Because Saitama also kind of has that like, I'm just wanting to help and. Because I do this because I like it, kind of thing. Not like I'm in it for the recognition or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, although you could argue Saitama is more doing it just because he wants to, yeah, for his own enjoyment. But um, before we move on, though, I would like to go over some other characters just to kind of give people um, a little bit of an idea based on these characters' names. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, um, so the first one I would like to point out, and um, like I said, I'm only on episode 8, so I don't remember this character yet, but I have to point them out because of the name. All Black Man? Oh no, All <laughs> Bath Man. Sorry, that's why. I mean, still, All Bath Man? Either name would, would fit. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find him, just to make sure he's the guy here. Is it like the big black bodybuilder looking guy? No, no, no. It's like a white guy with blonde hair. Oh, really? I, like... Oh, here he is. All back, man. Yeah, he's like the, the third one down under characters and voices. Okay, yeah. He's, <laughs> he doesn't... He, he's one of those you see for like two minutes. Uh, and then he disappears. Uh, you got Armored Gorilla. Yeah. Um, That's Ashura one of the Kabuto. villains, actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Armored Gorilla and Shiro Kabuto or some of the villains. Um, here we go. Atomic Samurai. Um, the Beast King. Uh, this, this Bun Bun Man. I mean, they're very... Child Emperor. They're, the names, man. They're very Tsunami Man and Izataki Mas Man-esque. They mm-hmm. very are. Golden Ball Man. Um, Hammerhead. You know, just like... Even the villains, like DC King. Mm-hmm. Um, Guess what he does and what he's all about. Yeah, know? right, right. Pig God. Pig God. <laughs> Some of these names are just completely just metal bad. Just hilarious. <laughs> I love the names. Spoiler alert. Pig God is a giant pig. Go figure. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, that kind of gives you Watchdog Man. Yeah. Um, that, that one's a little more literal than you might think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zombie Man. Ooh, I'm excited to see that one. I don't really. Re- I mean, he's one of those two minute characters too. I don't. I don't even know if he showed up in the anime. He might be in an <laughs> OVA. But Watchdog Man. It's not too much of a spoiler, but there's a really funny scene with him where he's like a sitting at a conference table, and he like sniffs, and he's like, "Someone farted." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mistaken, he's like an S-ranked Yes, hero, he's one of the top S-ranked heroes, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. But, 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, how about the sounds? What are we? What are we thinking about sounds and music? Um. So I really like the intro. Mm-hmm. Um. Very. This anime. Uh. As might be expected of like an action superhero, maybe not. But it's very heavy on the guitar. Mm. Like a lot of the the intro has a lot of guitar in it, and then also the anime or the music like that plays scenes, in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's very guitar heavy, which is kind of I don't know if it's accurate or not, but it reminds me of like DBZ. Well, um, so it kind of makes me think. It kind of brings up the topic I was thinking about earlier, and I totally kind of forgot about until now. This this anime is like a perfect hybrid between what, I, well, at least. In my opinion, a, a great hybrid between American cartoons and Japanese anime. Yeah, that's true. Because it, it's got like the uh, superhero aspect of most American cartoons, um, but and, and even the music reminds me of what would be in an American cartoon. Yeah, you know, I was I was just about to say, um, kind of like Dragon Ball Z, but in all reality, I believe. It was Dragon Ball Z that American cartoons took after. You know what I mean? Well, to um, be fair, the, shape the, some of the them. Dragon Ball Z music that we know is not the same Dragon Ball Z music that Japan people know. Oh, no? No, no, no. Like Rock the Dragon um, and a lot of the, the guitar stuff in Dragon Ball Z, totally Americanized. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Because ah. um, in Japan they had Shala, Head Shala. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. yeah. And we had Rock the Dragon. Hmm. Both really good in their own right, but, you know, so that that kind of shows you, you know, they Americanized Dragon Ball Z, and that's how they did it, by putting in more, like, guitar solos and hard, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's rock like music. That. Yeah. Yeah, but I like, I, I like the music in this overall. I thought oh, it was yeah. very appropriate. It gets... You know, it gets your blood pumping. It gets yeah. you excited. The opening's good, as you guys will be able to to hear when you when you start up this episode. Um, the, the opening is pretty cool. Um, you know, it's it's got the um, like we said, the guitar solo, and and it it really gets you pumped. And it, even at the very end, the ending of that song is great because you get to hear Saitama like pumping up, getting ready for this awesome ass punch. Yeah. Uh, the so. animation, speaking of the punch, the animation that goes with the intro is pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shows them yeah. fighting, like, a bunch of different monsters and stuff. Yeah. Very very solid intro. Very solid intro. Um, did you listen to the ending at all? You know, I'm sure I did, but I can never remember the endings huh. for some it reason. It has to be a pretty good ending to be really remem- really memorable. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't great, but it was not too bad. Okay, I think it was kind of slower, wasn't it? It was a little slower, which is kind of weird with an action anime. But you know, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be too bad if it was an action anime with a lot of story to it. But eh, let's be honest. Yeah, the story's not super heavy in this anime. No, it's like we said. It's this, you know, introduced monster, um, introduced scared, helpless people, introduced sub here are. Sub character and then introduce the Tama. 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty I, much it. I do like how there's almost a, a brand new monster practically every episode until like towards yeah. the end where it's like you said, more of an arc. Yeah, that's the they got a wide variety with monsters, which and and the monsters are the right blend of like cool and then funny at the same time. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, are you ready for animation? Yeah, uh, we already touched a lot on mm, animation stuff, like the way Satama's drawn and his two different styles you see with him. Um, some of the, some of the, uh, you know, it's superheroes, so all the superheroes have costumes, so you get a lot of different colors with it. Um, you know, you can see from the... Uh, from the cover, kind of get a good feel. Satama's, he's got that yellow kind of jumpsuit, white cape, mm-hmm. and red gloves. Which, I can't it's remember. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I've seen a main character, nonetheless, superhero, uh, whose main color palette is yellow. Yellow and red go very well together, too, by the way. Um, I think old school Batman used yellow and black. Yeah. So, well, Batgirl. Maybe it was just Batgirl. It was like yellow and black. But still, it wasn't the primary. Of course, Batman, you have to have primary colors black. But there was some yellow splashed in there. Um, Flash has a little bit of yellow. I think he's mostly red. Yeah, the yellow lightning. Yeah. But some of the other characters, they're more subtle. Like uh, Genos we talked about. He's, you know, he wears, he doesn't really have a suit. He kind of wears clothes, but, mm-hmm. like, his arms are metal because he's cyborg from, like, the head down. His eyes are a really cool golden kind of glowy eyes. Well, the pupils are golden, and then the, the, um, the, the rest gold. of it is black. Yeah, yeah. The, the normal whites of his eye are actually black. And then he has blonde hair. He's a really cool-looking character, in my opinion. Like I said, Stu was right on when he said he he's what you would imagine a main protagonist character to be. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that was that guy knows his stuff. Yeah. He I sounded like, pretty when, intelligent. <laughs> when when he when he said that I'm like yeah, yeah, you got a good point there. You got a really good point. <laughs> and just imagine so. you're sitting there taking notes like, Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna <laughs> this is I'm good like, stuff. I'm like this is something that I gotta, like, I, I was, kind of, I mean, I was driving, so of course I didn't actually take notes, but, like, mentally, I'm like, that's a good point, I should bring that up in the podcast tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so I thought the art was pretty good. I, I wouldn't call it diverse. Well, I wouldn't call the color palette diverse. I guess the character design with the monsters mm-hmm. was pretty diverse. See, I wouldn't say... I would say this is very consistent, but not in a bad way. Usually when you hear the art style isn't very consistent, it's a bad thing. Like, oh, you know, they ran out of budget, so they had to, to tone back the animation. No, it it's, plays to its favor with its inconsistency, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, like, just like the how it can go from really goofy comedy art style to, like, really serious badass. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, overall, it was good art style. I don't know. What did you think of it, the art style? I, I, no, I liked it. Um, 
And I feel like I'm going to like it even more towards the end because they're really starting to uh, um, get pretty pretty cool stuff going on. A lot of yeah. cool action scenes, so the art's really, like, picking up. Yeah, towards the end, they introduce some neat-looking characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, um, yeah, so, uh, before we give our, um, final verdict on this, uh, just to, I'd like to just give a little more information. Um, it is 12 episodes, um, premiered in fall of 2015. It's, it's completely done. Um, it was produced by um, Bandai TV Tokyo. Um, Leave it to Bandai to produce a superhero anime. <laughs> Something they can market. But it was, it was licensed by Viz Media. Our merchandise. And yeah. the studio is Madhouse. And we all know how good of a Madhouse studio is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is rated R17+. plus. Um, probably just because of every time he fights somebody and they become a giant heap of meat. Yeah. It's pretty graphic. It says profanity, but I really don't remember like a lot of profanity. Yeah, I don't remember a lot either. None of it certainly came from Satama mm-hmm. or Genos. So this will give you guys an idea of, of, well, actually, no, no, no. Let's do our ratings first. Okay. And then I'll give you guys the ratings. On, oh, shoot. On yeah, I just saw what you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of plot? Plot? Um, it's not really plot heavy, but it doesn't have to be. So, um, I'll be a little lenient with it. I'll give plot an eight. What it lacks for, what it lacks in plot, it makes up for in comedy. Yes. It, it doesn't take itself seriously. Right. Um, which if it did, that then that would definitely hurt it. And yeah, the plot it, it knows what it but, is. Yeah. Uh... Let's see. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm tempted to give it a seven, but I think I'd give it an eight. Yeah. As well, just because it's so simple. I'm trying to think of other. Other. I'm trying to rate it based on what it is, and it knows it doesn't have to have a super heavy plot. And um, from what I understand, the plot gets heavier towards the end, anyway. A little bit, yeah. Okay, so what about characters? Characters? I'd say a solid nine. Yeah, I would too. Um, they they got a whole lot of characters. Um, but even with, you know, the the sheer number of characters they put in this, they they developed them enough. So if you said that character's name. More than likely, you can picture who, or and you know who who you're talking about, um, which which means they're even characters that showed up for only two minutes. You know, on some mem- on some level, they're still memorable. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I would give it a nine too. I thought, and they did really well with the main characters too. Uh, mm-hmm. Satama's funny and cool. Genos is super cool. You know. Mm-hmm. He compliments Saitama's comedy and lackluster pretty well with the seriousness. Yeah, they do. And art style? Also a solid nine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was really iffy about the art style at first, but um, towards the end, I really liked it. They use it to their advantage very well. So I think 
mean, the creative ways they use it and everything. I, I think a nine is something. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, and I'd give it a nine as well. The music. Music? Um, hmm. I, I really like the opening and the, um, you know, occasional guitar rift in the middle is pretty good. But the ending was kind of not very memorable, so, mm, eight. Yeah, that's why I thought you were going to give it. I really like the guitars in this. It's I can't remember the last anime I saw that was heavy on the guitars. I think that's fair, though. The end theme kind of... It didn't really fit. It really dragged it down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which isn't too big of a deal, because most people nowadays don't even sit through the end theme. Right. But, yeah, I'd probably I will. give it... That's a good one. Yeah, same here. I'll probably give it an 8. Um, so yeah, it just leaves overall. Since we agreed on everything, more <laughs> or less, I think our overalls would be the same, which I imagine is probably somewhere around the 9 area. Yep, I was going to say a 9. Yep, which matches what you were going to say about my anime list. Yep, so on my anime list, now that you've heard our opinion, uh, which is the most important opinion, by the way. <laughs> the only one that matters. If you're listening to the podcast, you obviously care about our opinions. So. Um, the average score on my anime list is a 9.01, um, scored by 154,000 users. Um, now, the impressive part, though, is this. This shows you how much people actually really like this anime. It is ranked number 11. Out of those... 11, and this thing's only been out since October. Yeah. The last time I saw something skyrocket the, the charts this much so fast... Your Lion April? Yep. Our Future yep. Diary, one of those. I think it was uh, Your Lion April. Your Lion April was like 14, and it had only premiered like two months before. Yeah. So. Well, this one, it gets publicized a lot, too. Even... Super famous YouTubers like Markiplier, he's, you know, kind of plugged. He's talked about how he's a fan of One Punch before. So mm -hmm. I think Markiplier, and I think I've heard the Game Grumps talk about it too. Yeah, out of the 154,000 uh, scores ratings on my anime list, 40% of those gave it a 10, and 32% gave it a 9. That's pretty darn good. So yeah, 72% gave it a 9 and a 10. That was very good. Yeah. So, I mean, that is just insane. Now I gotta go look and see what top anime is. I wanna see to give you guys, like, of course, hmm, I wonder what number one is. Same as always. Same as it should always be. Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, good. I was afraid it was gonna be something like Gintama or no, something Gintama we hadn't is, heard of. Is number three. Um, Steinsgate's number two. Always, wow. Always a good one. I love Steinsgate. Um, let's see. Okay, so number 10 is another one of the 10 Gintamas in the top 10. Um, so, number 10 is Gintama, number 11 is One Punch Man. Oh, no! That's okay, though. Uh, number 12 is, um, one of my top five, Code Geass, Solution of the Rebellion R2. Wait, why did you say oh, no, then? Because I... I thought it, it used to be way higher. 
Oh, okay. they, they used to be in the top ten. Yeah. So people loved Tokyo. I am no exception to that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, shows you how much people love it. Yeah. Right between love that everybody's loved enough to make one, two, three, four, five of the top ten. <laughs> yeah, we definitely recommend it. Yeah. One Punch yeah. Man. Definitely. Love it. Go for it. I think you'll like it more than you might think you would. Because I was not sure at first. I was definitely like, eh, oh no. But yeah, no, it's good. It is good. So, should we move on to our next section then? Um, I would say so. I got a nice chunk of, uh, of our too. Yeah, I got a few. Alright. A few interesting ones. You mind if I go first? Sure. Just don't steal mine. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no promises. Uh, we mentioned your lie in April. I actually have oh. an article about it. Oh. Oh, God. Did I steal yours? No, no, no. Just no? every time I hear your lie in April. Is that your, uh, is that your wallet crying? Because oh, God. you're, you're <laughs> probably <laughs> about to make some purchases here. Passage returns are coming up soon, just saying. Hey, there you go. Aniplex USA has announced that there's going to be a English dub cast for Your Lion April. Mm. Yeah. Wait, who announced it? Uh, Aniplex. Of uh, course. Aniplex, Aniplex is good. They're expensive. But yeah. they, they have some good voice actors on there. Well, the good news is, um, instead of releasing it in five or six discs, which it could have, it, it's being released in a two-disc series, or two-volume series. Let's see see if I can get you a date here. The price well, would be nice, too. <laughs> yeah, I, well, don't worry, I got you on that. <laughs> the show will be released, yeah, it will be released in March and May, skipping the month of April. That um, is ironic? Yeah, so it wait, is. So wait, it is going to be released in March and May? So the first volume's released in March, and then oh, the second okay. one in May. I gotcha, gotcha. They're both going to sell for uh, 130 at the Ooh. retail price. Yeah. Ouch. Um, SRP, which I, I'm guessing is the one with the bonus content and whatnot, is $159.98, so $160. The bonus to- uh, content comes with Textless opening, textless ending, uh, audio commentary by English cast. Um, but you also get the original soundtrack CD, uh, volume one by Masura Yokoyama, collectible postcards, box illustration, and BD case cover illustration. I think the, the key thing with that is the soundtrack CD. Yeah, no, the soundtrack is amazing for that. Yeah, that that would be totally worth it. So yeah, that's that's that. Uh, March, March, you can buy the first volume, which what? I believe comes with the first eleven episodes. I guess that means I need to save pretty much three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a lot of money. A lot of money, but this is a must own. You know, you know that this yeah. is a must own. 
Yeah. And it's good that it's only two two volumes you'll have to buy instead yeah. of five. Yeah, like freaking uh, uh, Sword Art Online, those bastards. Like <laughs> some that shit. Like, like I don't care. Just the first season's all I want, but it's like one hundred and thirty dollars for the whole season. Yeah, like two or three discs. Um, yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah. Oh God, I love your Lion April soundtrack. I tell you what, like if anybody's listening and hasn't heard your Lion April soundtrack, definitely go. At least the opening, at least the opening is great. Um, and there's actually out there an English dub of the opening, um, by Mew Kyoko, M E W K I Y O K O K O. That is awesome. So awesome. Is she a Pokemon by any um, chance? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Um, if she is, I her sing attack would be like 120 <laughs> damn to the heart. Put put Jiggly Jigglypuff to shame. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would say 120 power straight to the uh, the feels. <laughs> so, and, uh, all all right. right, what do you got for us? Um. Well, so. This one I love. Like, I love this article. Um, and it's kind of ironic because we were talking about this earlier about anime movies. Okay, so. <clears throat> Ghibli's When Marnie Was There anime nominated for an Oscar. So Have you seen that? When Marnie Was There? I have not, but it's apparently good enough to be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Which is freaking rare for an animated um, film outside of the U.S. I might be 100% wrong on this, but I believe that's one of their newer ones. It is. Well, it's got to be because it was in the Oscars, so that means it has to have been this year. Well, 2015. Directors Del Toro and Ang Lee announced on Thursday that the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has nominated Studio Ghibli's When Marnie Was There for the animated feature film category of the 88th Academy Awards. It is competing against uh, Anomaluza I don't, I don't know what that is. World Inside Out, which will probably win it. But, you know, you know how people get about Disney Pixar movies. It's hard um, to compete. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, if this was Japanese Academy Award, you know a Studio Ghibli film would uh, guarantee, you know, win. Yeah. Um, and Charm the Sheep movie. So, yeah, no, like, I love that this, I just love it when anime gets um, in the spotlight more to the more normal. I don't want to say normal. We're normal, right? <laughs> yeah, but I would also argue that we're both closet otaku, so. Uh, who's closet? <laughs> I am. About? Uh, that's too much effort to be a closet otaku. I'm just an otaku. <laughs> um, but no, I just love it when, when, when it comes, like, I feel stuff like this I, I love because I hope it, it really makes more people realize anime is, is a, a, an amazing form of art, not just some silly kids cartoon. Although it, it would be really funny if Sean the Sheep ended up taking home the award. No, I would I would laugh my ass off if that was it. 
Um, I would be okay with that just because I think it would be hilarious for anything but a Pixar movie to win. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure Inside Out is a Pixar movie, right? Yeah, I know it's Disney at the very least, but I think it's a Disney Pixar. Does Disney not own Pixar now? Uh, I Maybe don't know not. if they do, but I know that every Disney movie is not necessarily a Pixar movie. Okay, I hope the the Studio Ghibli one wins also. That would be really, really cool. And they, mm-hmm. I mean that those animators, anime animators, get paid so little. You know, mm-hmm. the the least you can do is, um, you know, appreciate their work. Right. Give them credit. Yep. Give credit where credit's due. A Disney Pixar employee probably makes five times as much as at least five times as much as a as a animator in Japan. Or yeah. You know, probably. an anime. Probably. That part is. But yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Right. So I have one for you. So, as of this recording, hopefully this will go off on Sunday, but um, Monday is a holiday, and I don't know about you, Ty, but I don't have classes Monday, so I'll be spending the day watching anime. Lucky you. Oh, yeah. I guess you guys don't get Martin Luther King Day off? Nope, usually only only schools and sometimes occasionally federal, you know, stuff, government stuff. Okay, well, if you're like me, and you'll have Monday free, Sentai Filmworks is making sure you have some new shows to check out. Oh. Yeah, beyond the simulcast. So what they're doing is they're putting 12 shows onto Hulu. These were almost all, if not all of them, previously streaming on Hulu before they expired from service. Now they're back in full and giving fans a wide range of series to check out and enjoy. So the 12 anime that Sentai Filmworks is I guess putting back onto Hulu um, if you didn't catch it the first time I guess are Blue Drop Destiny and the Brilliant Blue Destiny of the Shrine yeah the fourth one is uh, Dakota question mark exclamation mark (laughs) the fifth one sounds pretty cool it's called Ghost Town yeah Speaking of, I, not really to do with ghosts or hounds, but you can probably hear a motorcycle in the background. <laughs> uh, my neighbors think they're cool. Is that your stomach? No, yeah. <laughs> I ate a motorcycle earlier. I ate a Harley. Is it ramen flavored? Um, it was metal flavored. <laughs> Number six, Chemicus, Pure Rogue. Uh, number seven, Legend of the Dark King. Number eight, New Fist of the North Star. Oh. I've seen, I, I've heard of that one before. I've not seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, number nine, Special A. Number ten, Shigo Fumi. <laughs> I don't know what that one's about, but it's fun to say. <laughs> uh, number eleven, Tears of Tiara. And number twelve, Utakata. Yep. So some some more, you know, uh, show options if you got some extra time this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. Crunchyroll. I love Crunchyroll. They keep so much stuff on Crunchyroll. Just so much. Yeah, but this uh, one this was by Sentai Filmworks. But didn't you say they've been on Crunchyroll? 
simulcast New Year's shows. They've brought out 12 shows to Hulu. These were almost all, if not all of them, previously streaming on Hulu before they expired from the service. Gotcha. See, I I missed, I heard you. I thought you said Crunchyroll, not Hulu. Okay. My bad. That's right. That's okay. Hulu's okay, too. Not as good as Crunchyroll, but it's okay. Yeah, Hulu really isn't as good as Crunchyroll. It's, It's only for the mainstream anime. Yeah. I'd be interested to compare their prices, too. Um, but, uh, I guarantee you Crunchyroll is much cheaper. Yeah, and on top of that, even if you don't have a uh, Crunchyroll membership, which the only thing is you have to sit through commercials, the Crunchyroll commercials are so much shorter than the Hulu commercials. Plus, they're probably more relevant than what you actually give a shit about. Them. Yeah, every now and then on the Crunchyroll commercials, they'll advertise a really cool anime. It's like, yeah. hey, that's neat. Yeah, most of it's internal advertising. But, um, yeah, so, uh, but speaking of Crunchyroll, uh, they did announce on Thursday that it has added Ghost Stories in the series to its catalog. Have you ever seen Ghost Stories? Spooky! No, I've never heard of it. Okay, so during uh, last year, uh, when we were ramping up for Halloween, I was looking for some scary anime for us to watch, and so I saw this one. And I'm like, "Oh, ghost stories! That sounds like it should be a horror, right?" Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, it is. Um, well, I think it was supposed to be a horror, but uh, the great thing about this is that um, Crunchyroll has the anime with its quote-unquote infamous English dub, um, which is amazing. So, uh, you know, abridged series? Yeah. It is practically an officially licensed English abridged series. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, That tells you just how, like, the anime itself is not good. It's pretty damn bad. The English dub is the way to watch it because of how much fun they make at it. They, They poke fun at it. It is hilarious. Uh-oh. It, um, it does not, like, you would never find an English, an officially licensed English dub like this one. I, it even has pop culture references of its time. Wow. Whenever yeah. this was originally done, it's got, like, references to, like, rappers or artists of the time and shit like that. That's pretty cool. So what's this news article saying about it? That it, Crunchyroll has picked it up. It is now part of the Crunchyroll catalog. Oh, even, okay. Even its English dub. It's English and Japanese dub. So, I would recommend it if you want a good laugh. Go watch the English dub. Um, it's pretty funny. Not, not, not super funny. But it is funny just because of how out of place and not official dub-like it is. Yeah. So. I watched... Speaking of parody dubs, um, not anime related, but I watched, uh, I can't remember the exact title, but it's like Kong Pao, Enter, uh, the, Fist. Enter the Fist. Yeah, I watched that last night. That is <laughs> a some funny good one. Laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have an article that touches on our anime of the week this week. 
Oh, um, I bet you I know what it is. Oh, really? Go for it. Is it one of yours? Maybe. I don't know until you say it. Okay. <laughs> so, One Punch Man, Punching Balloon, and Boxer Shorts offered with purchase of Blu-rays. Is that yours? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, One Punch Man's anime is in home video promotion mode these days, and the latest enticement is a look at some of the store-exclusive bonus items offered for buying the series. So it does say store-exclusive. I don't know if that means you have to buy the series from the store to get these, or they just come with a you know special edition of a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. As, as the title implies, the two kind of coolest things would be the the punching balloon which is you know a perfect thing for this anime yeah a fun thing to sell and the front is just like a picture of <laughs> uh it kind of looks like satama's giving you a fist bump no. um, it's it's cute 30 centimeters tall um and then it comes with uh some it says seven net boxer shorts uh one size fits all um, and once again, it's just a, a picture of Satoma, except this time it, he's kind of looking confused. So, when you said towards the beginning that you had boxer shorts with Satoma on them, you were not that funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was kind of referencing, yeah. I caught that. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Can't get it past me. These don't look too great, though, to be honest. And I hate to say that. But you don't want a bald dude's head on your dress. <laughs> it's it's Take not. That out of oh yeah, only every day of my life. <laughs> um, but they're yellow boxer shorts, and I, I guess it, they say once you go bald, you don't go back. <laughs> once Satama's uh, uh, Satama's not really colored in on him, which is weird. His gloves are, but that's it. Anyway, yeah. Right. So that might be something worth looking into. I don't know if I've gotten to the point where I have anime boxer shorts. No. Maybe I should cross the line. I want to get me a pair of silk boxers, just because I bet that they're super comfy. Oh, I bet. They're probably also really expensive. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm going to splurge, I'm going to splurge on something that's going to cradle my boys all day. I mean, you got to protect the boys. They are uh, the, the family jewels, as they say. All right, what else you got for us? All right, uh, how about this? Funimation list dub for Garo the Animation and Rage of Bahamut Genesis. Uh, Funimation Entertainment is listing the Garo the Animation and Rage of Bahamut Genesis anime series with dubs. Both dub series will uh, are listed with a March 15th premiere date. There are some synopsises here that I will read super fast because uh, we are over on time and we still have an article to put a mission describes Goro the animation. The king's close advisor implemented a large scale witch hunt. The tragic victims of this hunt were not witches, however, but Makai knights and Makai priestesses. Priests. Priests. Uh, one Makai priestess gave birth to a child while being burned at the stake. Oh my god. Uh, that carried the bloodlines, uh, that child carried the bloodlines of the Golden Knight, 
although he was saved by his father, a Makaina himself, the newborn Leon Lewis, uh, suffered greatly from the unjust death of his mother. And so he vowed to learn the ways of Makainite from his father, Hermain Luis, and his training to seek revenge. During his battles against the demons known as Horror, Leon must gradually approach the reality and accept truth. Um, so that's that one. And real quick, um, Funimation described Rage of the Pavement Genesis 2,000 years ago. A black and silver winged dragon behind it terrorized the magical land of Mistarv. Sarcia, the humans, gods, and demons that, oh, well, that's just weird. The humans, god, singular, uh, and demons that inhabited the land uh, united forces against the fiend and sealed its power into a key which was split in two, one half protected by the gods, plural, and the other protected by the demons. There's got to be a typo in there somewhere. Yeah, that's just weird. Um, it just throws you off. Uh, now, Mistarsia is a peaceful realm until a human woman steals the god's half of the key. So, both uh, sound pretty interesting. Does it sound too peaceful? No. Be stealing stealing an important key. Especially not getting burned at the stake while having a baby. Oh, yeah. Plus, Is that part? I sorry, <laughs> I, I did take my headphones off halfway through. I had to go check on something. Ah, oh, that um, missed a good part. I, well, you know, you <laughs> filled me in, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, why's the dragon gotta be black though? Why's the brother gotta be terrorizing? I, I don't know, man. Maybe he just know. lost his keys. Can't <laughs> find him. He's That's a little a, grumpy. That is stereotype. Uh, and it is um just typecasting. Yeah. Color. Of course they're gonna put the black dragon in jail. You know what I'm talking about? I, I I'm I'm just saying, I know what you're saying, man. It is uh it is blatant racism, but what are we gonna do? <laughs> dragon racism. The worst uh, kind. Yeah, I know, right? Out of all the different kinds. That's just that's just horrible, man. They should feel shame. I agree. So have you ever heard of Fairy Tale Zero? Yes I have. Okay. So a an article for Crunchyroll talks about a preview for... I'm guessing that's what PV stands for. Preview video. For fa- Fairy Tales Zero anime prequel story. The Japanese official website for the TV anime adaptation of blah 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 fairy tale um, posted a 30 second preview for its new arc Fairy Tale Zero, which is based on the prequel manga of the same name set about a hundred years before the main story. That's gotta be pretty cool for fairy tale fans. I am pretty damn excited. I love fairy tale and it the from what I've seen, like the animation looks cool and everything, so I'm excited. Uh, the first episode of Fairy Tale Zero, Fairy in the Heart, was aired in Japan on January 9th and has also been available on Crunchyroll. So I guess, yeah, I guess it's already available on Crunchyroll. Well, if you want to watch the sub, but who wants to do that? <laughs> Snooty. I'm just saying, I speak English. I like to hear English. You know, I'm glad we have different opinions on, I'm glad you like dub and I like sub, because it does add variety to the, uh, to the show. 
the funny thing is I used to like sub a lot more, but I, I prefer dub nowadays just because uh, it's easier to watch while multitasking. Um, and it also helps support, well, and the voice acting has gotten a lot better. And the, I like to support the English voice actors. Yeah, there's there's a part in last week's anime of the week where I forget who says it, but someone they're they're talking about something like that, and someone's like, "Only true anime fans watch, uh, watch subbed." It's like everyone knows true anime fans watch subbed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that, again, think, you're, you're, you're typecasting. People. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I, I'm it's just one. relevant to the conversation. Is all. It's, I'm a true. Anime fan, that doesn't, I, I mean, I, I enjoy a good sub, but my, 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 my preference Eat fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. I prefer a nice five, uh, a $5 foot long. So, <laughs> but, uh, do, you, do you enjoy those five inch foot long, Tyler? I probably should be eating five inch <laughs> <foot> long, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, okay. Uh, my t- Yep. Hurry it up. Funimation Entertainment announced the English dubcast on Saturday for its upcoming home video release of Tokyo ESP. Um, this has been out for a while, I know. Uh, apparently, it aired um, in 2014, I believe. Are you sure you don't mean Tokyo ESPN? No, 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 it's not. The world of I, Tokyo you, sports. You know I don't like sports anime. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so uh, you can you guys can go if you want to see the full list online. You can go ahead and see it online. Um, this is an Anime News Network, of course, article. That's always my thing to grab those. Um, but here's a quick synopsis in case you don't know what Tokyo ESP is. <clears throat> Rinfa is a high school student in Tokyo trying to make ends meet while supporting herself and her father. Her ordinary life takes a turn for the extraordinary when she witnesses a penguin and a school of fish flying through the air. After catching up to one of the fish, she passes out and wakes up to find herself suddenly granted supernatural powers. With her newfound ability to walk through solid objects, Rinka is about to learn uh, just how transparent the world can be. That sounds really cool, but <laughs> it also sounds like something someone experience, someone would experience while on like hardcore drugs. <laughs> I mean, it seems like uh, being able to walk through walls would be a pretty cool power. Yeah. Probably get yourself into some pretty good trouble with that. But... Gotta catch him because he's Dan Phantom. <laughs> that would right. be a cool power. You Anything never have else? to open a door another another day in your life. Uh, well, I, I guess that seems like a bad use for your power. Okay. <laughs> Listen, man, I just I'm not a fan of opening doors as well. I mean, come on, man, we live in the 21st century. Half and that the time when you go anywhere, you don't have to open a door anyway. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Publix, Walmart. Um, imagine the shortcuts you could take, though. Anywhere you wanted to go, you could get there in a straight line. That's true. Think about the things you would see when you took the shortcut. Oh, yeah. You might like, not want to see those things. <laughs> yeah. So, plus it'd be or really... Or you might, but the people who you were seeing might not want you to see it. 
Yeah, I guess you wouldn't go invisible while you're I didn't say anything things. about invisible. Nope. Just said being able to walk through solid objects. That's it. Um, yeah. You got anything else? No, that was it. But strangely, now I'm thinking of the comparisons between Danny Phantom and Punchline. <laughs> They're both ghosts. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. Although uh, one was a time traveling ghost, <laughs> and he had a weird perverted cat friend. Oh, the best character in that show. That was the cat. The cat was awesome. Uh, just to finish this out on the news, real quick, um, since we're running late, uh, I got one last one that pertains to our anime of the week. Okay, uh, let's hear it. One Punch Man ranks number three on U.S. monthly book scan December. That's so cool that it had such a large U.S. following. (laughs) Well, like I said, it has a lot of U.S. aspects about like superheroes and shit. Um, The first volume of One and Yusuke Murata's One Punch Man manga ranked number three on the Nielsen Bookscan's top 20 list for December. The second and third volumes ranked number 12 and number 15, respectively. So, Mm. yeah. So not only is the anime ranking high, but the manga as well, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I like hearing stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we are running really late, uh, so we'll probably wrap it up. Unless you got anything else you want to add? Um, no, no, I'm good. We could argue. That's it. That's it. That's good old Itachi Moss Man for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right, well, guys, it was a lot of fun, and, you know, uh, once again, we had a great anime, and we hope you guys watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, it definitely isn't a waste of time. We had a lot of fun talking about it. We had a lot of fun hanging out with you guys, and we hope you did, too. And we hope you guys join us next week for another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Sayonara. Chamacha. It's a tacky mask. Oh. <laughs>